very good morning to you. It's a pleasure to welcome you to your very fascinating and inspiring radio show, NASCO Moments Radio Show, which airs every Saturday. The program is powered by your quality foods and household products provider, NASCO Group Nigeria, and is designed to educate, inform, and enlighten you on issues that affect your everyday life. Do you know where your children are at the moment? The creative industry in Nigeria is gaining international exposure. It is now being celebrated as a very real and possible alternative to the nation's unsteady oil fortunes. Indeed, the nation's apparent over-dependence over the years on imported goods, products and even some services raises the question, what does Nigeria really produce? Recently, Nigeria's active and diverse creative fashion design sector appears to have caught the eye of the international market. Data on the size of the Nigerian fashion design market is roughly estimated to be worth billions of naira. More so, Nigeria currently hosts various creative fashion events in the course of every calendar year. Today, the fashion industry in Nigeria boasts of a bubbling and vibrant community of vocational tailoring experts, clothing designers, fashion models, clothing stylists, fashion photographers, makeup artists, hairstylists, cosmetologists, and fashion journalists, among others. Thankfully, a number of platforms are emerging to promote Nigeria's fashion industry output to local and international markets. So, how can practitioners in the local creative fashion design industry better tap into the profitable global market opportunities that abound? How can we boost productivity in the creative fashion design industry? Joining me to answer these questions and lots more on your popular Nasco Moments radio show is Mrs. Motapwa Azinki. She is a graduate of finance and banking who discovered her passion for fashion at a very young age of five. She attended the Fashion Academy where she honed her skills and perfected her art. She presently owns her fashion line and works part-time at the Fashion Academy as a manager and tutor. I'm Hudun Gyang. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby still is shining. Oh. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the yama yama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent. Scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Motapa, very lovely to have you on the NASCO Moment Show today. Thank you. So, can you give us a brief outlook of the Nigeria fashion design industry? Hmm. Well, I'd say the Nigerian fashion and design industry is a really large one. And it started far back as in the 60s with um, Shari Thomas, where she created the Bubu and Buba regarding the pre-colonial fashion time, where that was all we used to wear. I mean, and then it evolved over time, that's after independence, where we started accepting the Western um, fashion. Um, we've come a long way, though, from the pre-colonial time till now. Fashion is no longer just for people to just learn a skill or send someone that's living with you or just go and learn this skill so that you can have something to do. Now we have educated people that are in the fashion industry. It's a large one and then it reflects like 
other aspects of fashion, not just fashion design, where we have clothes. There are photographers, there are journalists, like you earlier said. It's it's a whole lot of people and um, professions coming together to form the industry. Mm. What would you say is responsible for the rapid growth in the industry? Well, I would say people are more enlightened now as regards um, fashion and then social media influences fashion a lot and then the entertainment industry. I mean, entertainment industry is one, it's one of the industries that are in the forefront now of the economy and fashion is part of that. So everybody wants to be in that industry. Everybody wants to be a part of that. So yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. How big is the fashion industry in monetary terms? Um, for Nigeria, it's about $31 billion, and then globally, it's about $3 trillion US dollars. That's really huge. Yes. Our listeners would certainly want to know, um, who are the popular Nigerian creative fashion designs known beyond the shores uh, of this country for their quality and also for the patronage that they enjoy? You'll be surprised that there are a lot of them. But a few of them will be Diola Sego, um, we have Duro Olowo, we have Lisa Folawio, which is Jewel by Lisa. We also have Omoni Imako, I'm sure you've heard of Yomi Casual. We also have Ola Kumbi, Oyeleshe, that's April by Kumbi, and a lot more. I don't hear any northern name there. Don't we have people from around here? Well, <laughs> for now, I... I I really can't say any northerner that I know of as well. Mm. But I'm sure we're getting there because we're getting a hang of the industry. So we're getting there. These people have been enlightened. What do these people do that we don't over here? Hmm. What do they do? First of all, they are more open to fashion than we are over here. In the north, we we tend to be afraid of fashion generally. We're conservative. We're doing this. We're doing that. People in the western world are everything and anything they like to be dynamic and now the Yorubas the Igbos are more open to those kind of things there are certain things you can wear in Lagos that you cannot wear in Joss in Joss you're afraid you want to tie a wrapper on top or you're walking on the streets and one old woman will give you a wrapper please gashi, cover your body kind of thing so um, the North is afraid of all that exposure I'm not saying that we cannot look nice and still be covered but outside the shores of Nigeria it's more of diversity like different things coming together mm-hmm. but i know a lot of young people like to are very fashion conscious so um do you think that our young people are conservative can't we still have something that is edgy for them yeah we can but then we're not i don't think we've been exposed enough to be able to push our brands our brands sorry out there like that because they have all they need they have all it takes to actually push their brands out in the north we're gradually accepting fashion if i can put it that way it's not everybody that's open to different um different aspects of fashion now me i can go and meet an alhaji and ask him for investment what am i investing in fashion and i show him the kind of clothes i make and he's like no it's probably not acceptable for him to be able to invest in these kind of things. But over there, it's really hard to find things like that. So it's easier for them because they have the backing to actually finance it. Fashion is not something that you just go into. It costs a lot. It's capital intensive. All right, that's interesting to know. Listener, it's the Nasco Moments radio talk show. We're just taking a break at this moment. Please join us again after this. Nasco talk 
Cornflakes, now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Welcome back. This is the NASCO Women Show on radio. Our guest today is Mrs. Motapo Azinge, a graduate of finance and banking who also attended the Fashion Academy. She has been sharing her thoughts on the growth prospects and potentials of Nigeria's creative fashion design industry. Motapo, what types of local and international business collaborations and linkages uh, exist within Nigeria's creative fashion design industry? Well, for Nigeria, I could say that designers come together and then style people that go on TV shows and then they also come together to do like fashion shows. So locally, that's basically what we do. We also have master classes where you come and then learn a bit of the skill and then go and then push it forward. For international, um, we have situations where Nigerian brands style international designers. So most times they have to pay for this or they have to be in collaboration with them in some type of way or actually take loans to finance these things. So basically those are the kind of collaborations we have for now that okay. I'm aware of. Yeah. Okay. Is there a model supply chain through which practitioners in the industry benchmark and exchange their products, goods, services and talents? Well, I'll start with the international markets. For the international market, we have um, situations where you just go to the store and then pick up what you want. So you're buying directly from the designer or from their retail store. But in Nigeria, it's kind of difficult because we don't have things put in place. How do I put this? For a Nigerian designer, it's hard for you to do everything, which is what you're forced to do. We don't have people, middle, Middlemen. Middlemen. We don't have middlemen that come and do these things for you. So you have to be the designer, you have to be the producer, you have to be the advertiser, you have to do everything by yourself. So what happens in most situations is for um, brands like my brand, what I do is I produce my clothes and then I hang in other people's retail stores. So there are people that have retail stores where you can just go and hang as designers. You sell your clothes and then as they get paid, they pay you. So we don't have any, it's really difficult for designers when it comes to the issue of having a supply chain in Nigeria. So what does it take since we're opening up this industry? What does it take to have a supply chain, to have people to come in the fashion industry as um, maybe advertisers or um, the middlemen you were referring to? Well, first of all, they have to be aware that there's a, a, a need that has to be met. So if people are aware of these needs first of all they will come and tap into it secondly we need investors in this business i can see that there's a lot of people that are willing to invest in the fashion business now more than before if we have investors it opens up the market it gives people more capital to do the things that they want to do i'm sure there are lots of people that would love to handle the supply chain situation but are not capable because they don't have enough finances to do that it costs a lot and for nigeria you don't have a place where you go to produce so it's you doing everything by yourself. Production is done by you, everything is done by you. There's no quality control. So how do you actually supply other people when you can't really keep up with everything by yourself? So if people come into the industry and then not everybody wants to do everything, just pick a skill, hone it, and then do you. So you're part of the fashion, you're part of the fashion design industry, but then you're doing your own bits. It helps designers actually get from production to supply. And so this is an opportunity for more jobs, the jobs that people are really looking for in Nigeria. Exactly. Okay, so how would you rate local patronage by Nigerians of the creative fashion design industry? Hmm. 
local patronage on a scale of 1 to 10, I'll say between 7 and 8. Why would I say this? Because more people are getting aware of the proudly African thing and then people are willing to tap into that industry. So more people are buying Nigeria, buy Nigeria, wear Nigeria. You, you talked earlier on about uh, people having the opportunity to attend maybe a masterclass. So if you are learning or you want to attend a masterclass, how would you find one to attend? Well, social media, like I said, there's a lot of masterclasses on social media. I'm sure if you type in Google fashion masterclass, you'll see like thousands of them will come up. At the Fashion Academy, we do short courses, not really masterclasses. We do short courses where you can just come and easily learn. And then we have flexible classes as well. So if you want to learn, depending on what you want to learn, you can just come in, pick a time that's convenient for you, and then have your classes going for you. Where's the Fashion Academy located? The Fashion Academy headquarters is in Abuja, um, close to Kadomo or rather in Kadumol, I'm sorry, close to Next Cash and Carry. And then the Fashion Academy just is located around Golden Base, Shaka Junction, just after LEL Center on the right. Now, you also mentioned um, um, people who, who dress, um, whether uh, on air personalities, on television. And there are a lot of television stations who actually don't take the time to really provide costumes for uh, for their presenters and so on. Are you doing anything to, you know, pitch to these stations that they should, you know, give fashion designers the opportunity to really make their presenters look good? Um, yeah, actually. First of all, I'd say that um, before I became a fashion designer, I wanted to be a stylist. I'm more of a stylist, I would say I'm, I'm more of a stylist than a designer. Why would I say that? Because it's easier for me to put things together and make you look nice, regardless of what your wardrobe looks like. But when I started talking about that, I noticed that not many people were accepting it. People were just like, oh, I don't need that and stuff. So it's one thing for, for you to tell them, and it's one thing for them to know that they actually need it. Yes, a lot of TV presenters need to be styled. In Nigeria, they need to be styled, to be honest. But not many people are accepting it now. It's difficult for you to actually get them to accept it because they'd rather just wear it top and have jeans on that since they're videoing them from half. So they don't really put much attention into it. If you look at places like Lagos and you look at on air personalities, you look at you see what they look like because they take the conscious effort to dress well, have a stylist make them look nice. All right. It is the Nasco Moments radio talk show, and it's been an interesting conversation so far, uh, learning that there's so much more to do in the fashion industry in Nigeria. Join us again right after this. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. It's the Nasco Moment Show on radio. We have been discussing with Mrs. Motapwa Azenge. She owns her fashion line and works part-time at the Fashion Academy as a manager and tutor. 
Together, we're examining the growth prospects and potentials of Nigeria's creative fashion design industry. So we'll continue the, uh, the show now. Um, growth prospects now of the industry in Nigeria. What are they like? Well, I'd say the industry has the potential to diversify the Nigerian economy and become one of its major drivers. If only government and other stakeholders would actually invest in this business, it would. It's, it has the potential to skyrocket. Okay, so all we need to do is you know, go to a potential investor and give them a good business plan and say, um, you can make money if you invest uh, the people in the fashion industry doing enough of that? To an extent, to the best of my knowledge, yes, people are. But then it's one thing for people to know what they're doing. It's another thing for them to actually know what they're doing. For me, I would have a business plan and then go to an investor. Other people don't see the need for a business plan, which means they're not ready. So I can't say for every fashion designer, this is the situation, but for people that are ready and willing to be in this market, this is the exact situation. All we need is investors. Okay. Can you share some of the challenges of the industry and how they can be addressed holistically? <clears throat> I'll start with inadequate power supply. There's zero, as far as I'm concerned, there's zero power supply in Nigeria, which to a large extent hinders productivity of fashion designers because, I mean, everything we do, we need lights for. There's also lack of resource and material for production of local textile. Then we have um, lack of research and development base to help designers ensure standard and uniqueness. I mean, if there are people that would actually if there are research centers where we can actually go and look up things and then be well aware of this industry, it will be easier for us to compete with the international market. But most times we realize that people are doing this just off the top of their head, not really knowing or assuming what the situation should be like instead of actually having an in-depth research of what you should actually be doing as a fashion designer. People feel like fashion is just about making the outfits. It's, there's more to it than just that. So you need in-depth research to be able to compete on an international scale. Then importing and smuggling of cheaper and lower textile. Um, I, I know there's a ban on importation of fabric, but people still smuggle low-quality fabric. If you smuggle low-quality fabric, it means you're getting low-quality garments which is hard for us to also compete. Then um, we have lack of good retail culture. Like I said, there are hardly any retail stores. What happens in most cases is you walk up to me, I want to make a dress, I take your measurements and then I make you a dress. Now we're evolving, we're supposed to have evolved more than this stage. Yes, we have the ready to wear, we have the made to measure market and we also have the ready to wear, which is where we sell retail. We should be able to have stores where we can easily hang our garments, like I said before. If we have places where, as a designer, I produce 50 of one design, I can take it to 10 different stores and then hang five each. So anywhere you're coming from, you can easily access my outfits. But the problem with that is, is production capacity, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what would it take for, if, if I give you an order, say I want 5,000 of what you are producing right now, what would you do? I wouldn't be able to give you that. Why? Because there is no um, there's no production facility in place for me to give you that. Even if I put all my machines to work for the next one week, I won't be able to give you this. Which is where we come back to the issue of investments, investors and investments. Now, there are people that only specialize in production. So, for instance, I'm a fashion designer and I want to 
produce my garments. It's one thing for me to design it, it's another thing for me to produce it. So if I design and I come to you who is just doing production basically, you will be able to give me as much as I need because you know that this is your focus and this is what you do. You have enough capital, you have enough machines and you have enough manpower to do it. Um, what are basically your final words on this topic? Maybe there are certain areas that we haven't touched or some message you'd like to get out there. Um, first of all, I love the fashion industry. It's, I live, eat, breathe, wake up, sleep about the fashion industry. I know that there's a lot of potential in this industry and it would be nice if people actually tapped into it. Um, you love the fashion industry, you want to be here, go ahead and jump right into it, but don't try to do everything at the same time. Pick an area of it and specialize in it. What people fail to do is they fail to specialize. I'm a fashion designer and I want to do everything. I want to design, I want to sew, I want to cut, I want to take pictures, I want to be the model. You can't do everything at once. Pick an aspect of it and specialize in it so that when your name is called, we know that this is what your specialty is. That way you're, it's easier for you to climb up the ladder because if you're trying to do everything, you just stay. In the bottom so there's so much potential in this industry and it's just waiting to be tapped i hope our eyes open up to see this okay so it's just a market that is still evolving and so we're certainly looking forward to uh, where we can go from here and um, hope to see i don't know your design somewhere close to me motapwa that's what it's called all right that's interesting so i'll look out for that Thank you very much for being on the Nasco Moment Show this morning. Thank you too for having me. It was an awesome show. All right. At this uh, time of the show, we'd like to remind you that uh, Mrs. Motapo Azinge is a graduate of finance and banking and also of the Fashion Academy. I hope that this discussion has been very enlightening for you. Follow Nasco on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Nasco Group or follow on Twitter using the handle at NASCO Group. We encourage you to freely send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Our NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is what is the full name of the owner and promoter of the Nigerian fashion label known as Jewel by Lisa? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777, including your full name and exact location. Last week on the program, we said Nigeria once had a minister of sports was widely celebrated and who, even though he's now late, was an accomplished hydrogeologist by profession. What is his name and from which state of the country was he from? The answer is Ishaya Mark Aku from Plateau State. Congratulations to our winners, Gershon Moses from Rayfield and Shedrag Job. You'll get a call telling you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audu. Research and Contents Development, Malau Silvanus and Harun Audu. Production Coordinator, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus and Alex Ruben. I'm Hudun Giang. Do join us again next week for another interesting discussion. <laughs>